Hello, hello, hello. This is your host, Sahar Andrade, and we are here for the Reinvent Yourself with Sahar podcast. Today is Wednesday, the 10th of May. Today's podcast is about the two main competencies that we have or that form or that constitute what emotional intelligence is. But before even going through all that, as usual, I will need to ask you a few questions. And the first one will be, have you ever felt that you need to change the way you react emotionally to others? Have you ever felt anxious, fearful, or just angry without even knowing why you're angry or anxious or fearful or you don't even know what triggered it? How do you feel when others challenge you or challenge your opinion or disagree with you or even give you a feedback that you don't like? Did you ever surprise yourself by the way you reacted to someone else? Are you comfortable exploring or discussing openly your emotions? How did you learn about your emotions? When were you growing up uh, later on in life? What, What is really the factor that basically imprinted in you, how do you feel about emotion? So let's start talking about emotional intelligence. And lately, emotional intelligence, or EQ, has been recognized as a must-have character or trait of any successful person or leader, since we are all leaders in whatever we do. It's the art of getting in touch with our emotions and how to manage them. It's about thinking smartly about the emotions and let our emotions do the thinking that lead us to have great interactions with others because we become aware about their feelings as well and we can properly manage our relationships. Emotional intelligence is actually that part of us that affects every single aspect of our life even if we don't realize that. It's understanding who we are at the core. But again, understanding the root of why we feel or why we don't feel a certain way of our emotions and how to use them can help us effectively identify who we are and how we interact with others. I bet many of you have like I did many, many times. Why did I react that way? Why did I fly off the handle? Why whatever they said didn't really matter to me, uh, though it made other people uncomfortable? And all these questions, like when I was younger, were always in my mind till I found out what is it about emotional intelligence. Before we go further, let me share with you our um, email address. It's info at reinventyourselftogreatness.com and our website is www.reinventyourselftogreatness.com. So emotional intelligence is actually a fairly new branch of psychology. The first time it was dubbed that name, though people have been looking at it for centuries, but since it was called emotional intelligence, it was actually done by Dr. David Goleman. And he wrote many books about it. And when I read the book, Emotional Intelligence, it kind of, I promise you, kind of changed my life. So as startups, entrepreneurs, and as we are fierce women preneuristas, our key to success starts with our awareness of our surroundings, our awareness of others, our awareness of the market we're in, our awareness of the customers we serve, and mainly 
our self-awareness. Our self-awareness could be the difference between us making it or failing in the business. Being self-aware of what's stopping us in our tracks, just right there, or what scares us, or what makes us procrastinate, even how do we talk to ourselves, or knowing the excuses we tell ourselves, because we all know when is it that we are actually making excuses to do something or not to do something. And we, we all know when we are making excuses, we just pretend that we don't know. All that is very critical to our self-growth and development, and it can take us to the next level or not. Through knowing all that, it still doesn't take us home free or make us home free because old habits die hard. We can be self-aware from here till eternity about our emotion, but we still can be not being able to align them consciously with the unconscious or externally with internally. And what that means is that we, we didn't learn yet how to manage what we learned about an emotion through our awareness. And that's why when there is that conflict, when there is that tug of war between what we know, what we're comfortable with and the new and the new anxiety, we revert to what feels comfortable again, even if we are self-sabotaging our new success. And like I always say, our brain reverts back to what it knows to status quo, to the comfort zone, because the main function of the brain is to protect us. So we don't go somewhere where the brain perceives that it's danger for us, even if it's not. What does that all happen? It's because, as I always say, we never really do explore the roots of any problem and we just deal with the symptoms. So it's still, all the symptoms keep coming back with vengeance. The root of the lack of emotional intelligence lies in the stories we believe about ourselves, lies in the way we feel about ourselves, the way we feel about our past, how we went through our experiences, how was our childhood, how did our parents treat us, how we grew up, and all that and all the neuroscience, I promise I'm going to discuss it in the next podcast. Today is just the unfolding of what really emotional intelligence is. The good news is that emotional intelligence or EQ is different from IQ or our intellectual quotient. We have no control over IQ because we are born with it through our DNA or our genes and it can change. Some research shows that IQ will help you succeed up to 20%, but the rest 80% of success relies entirely and depends on EQ or emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is the good news is that it's a learned ability that we all, no matter who we are, can learn, practice, and grow if we choose to do so. So it, become, it becomes actually a personal choice. But before going any further, let's define what emotional intelligence is. <clears throat> emotional intelligence is that something in each one of us that is a bit elusive. It affects how we manage our behavior, how we steer away from difficulties or in difficulties, 
how we take decisions that actually lead us to achieve positive results. The wise man Aristotle said, anyone can become angry, that's easy. But to be angry with the right reason, the right person, to the right degree, at the right time, for the right purpose, and in the right way, that is not easy. Did you hear how many right things have to be aligned? Anger is a natural feeling that we all have. It's not that we have it, it's what we do with it. We all have it. So it's not, it doesn't become bad till we act on it in a bad way, if that makes sense. We all have anger. It's like we all have bias. It's what we do with it that mainly is important. And emotional intelligence is also a crucial part in bias and prejudice. And we're going to know why. So emotional intelligence has two main competencies, and that's the title of our podcast today and next week. So it has two main big competencies and four components or skills. So every big competency has two under skills or two components to it. So the two main competencies are one, our personal competence, personal competence, and see how it starts with us, not with others. That has two intrinsic or internal components or skills. And these two internal skills that are under our personal competence is A, self-awareness, B, self-management. Don't worry, we're going to explain all that in details in a bit. The second competence, main competence, is social competence or competence with others. And again, it has two components or skills, but this time the components are extrinsic or external. And they are A, social awareness, B, relationship management. So the two main competences are personal and social competence. Under personal competence, we have self-awareness and self-management. Under social competence, it has social awareness and relationship management with others. So let's start talking about the first main competence, which is the personal competence, and we'll start with the self-awareness. Anything in this life starts and ends with us. We are the master of our universe. No matter what life throws at us, and it will have its curveballs, we cannot control that, but we control 100% the way we act and react to what happens to us. So it starts and ends with us through our self-awareness. So self-awareness is precisely how we perceive our own emotions. Where we trust and believe that gut feeling, that sixth sense, that little guiding voice in our heads that most of us ignore all the time. We trust it, we believe in it, and we let it take decisions sometimes for us when it's appropriate. Being self-aware is also about overcoming our own doubts. So that increases our self-confidence and assertiveness. 
Assertiveness means that we know what do we stand for, what we stand for, why we stand for it, how we stand for what we believe in, no matter what. We know what our our boundaries, what are our non-negotiables, and we stand by them. We always do the right thing, not necessarily the popular thing. And this is number one in personal leadership. We get to be aware and know ourselves inside out. What motivates us? What moves us towards our motivation or what motivates us? We get to understand what pushes our buttons, what satisfies us, what makes us happy, what makes us sad, and what makes us want to force ahead. Self-awareness helps us make sense of our feelings and emotions, why we feel them, how we feel them, what brings them on, and most importantly, when and where to act or not act on them. And that translates to what? That translates to total self-control. Success is developing a straightforward understanding of what makes us tick or what ticks us off. So that was self-awareness. The second part of the main competencies, which is uh, personal competence, is self-management. Self-management is taking whatever we learned about ourselves in self-awareness to full self-control and we become conscious about, we, we not only become conscious, but we become also aware and accept our emotions, no matter what they are, the good, bad, and ugly. We learn to become flexible, adjusting our behaviors to adapt to the situations we go through. Of course, we become flexible depending on situations at hand, and we react wiser. All that falls in what we call self-control or self-regulation. And we get, because we are into a self-regulation mode, we get to control our moods or mood management. So we don't explode. We don't overreact. We, we can deal e easier with stress and setbacks. We channel our energy better. We understand our own real or perceived obstacles, and we know how to set priorities that move us towards success. This starts building trust around us, in ourselves and with others. And it pushes our self-motivation to be committed to even achieve more. Now the second main competence, which is the social competence and its first component or skill that is social awareness. Social awareness is the gift and the ability to precisely pick up on emotions in other people. Not only that, but understand what's really going on with them by being able to spot and understand through a high sense of sensitivity and empathy. So what's empathy? Empathy is the main ingredient in emotional intelligence. It's all about active listening. Active listening meaning, means that you are listening with your ears, with your heart, with your mind, with your eyes, and with your soul. It's not listening and it's not hearing. It's active listening where you are totally present in the moment. It's about putting yourself in other people's shoes and understanding other 
other people's point of view. It's about reading their nonverbal cues. Are they bouncing from one side to the other? Are they being nervous? Are they looking at you in your eyes? Are they avoiding to look in your face? Are they playing with a pen? Are they crossing their arms in front of their chest? Uh, are they moving back from you? you? Are they smiling? Are they frowning? Where is their eyes looking? Right or left? And all these are all what we call the nonverbal cues. And it's not, empathy is not about feeling sorry for others, but about feeling with them. Empathy can't exist without self-awareness first. And when we are self-aware, we become flexible dealing with challenges and negative situations sometimes. Empathy is about acknowledging others' feelings, not necessarily agreeing with them, but accepting that they have the right to feel the way they're feeling that could be totally different from the way we feel, and it's perfectly fine. Even if we don't agree on how they're looking at the situation, we still need to accept that they have a different way and we are okay with that. It's about getting to a place of a win-win situation not just winning, but win-win situation. It's about not only being aware of what makes us tick, but also what makes others tick, and that's the social awareness. The main key in social awareness is active listening, staying focused, and observant. Basically, being living the moment or being in the being in the present. Social awareness is about the gift of not only motivating ourselves, but motivating and inspiring others as well. It's about, it's about building that rapport with others, no matter how diverse or how different they are. It's about decreasing conflicts, having integrity, influencing others. All of these being crucial to the next step, which is managing relationships. So imagine as an entrepreneur or as a womanpreneur or as a startup, Getting into a new market, into a new audience. And most of us, when we start, we have, we don't have a very clear idea about who we're dealing with. Or we don't have a mailing list. But once we grow these skills, things will get easier. Not easy, but easier. Okay. The second component of the second competency is relationship management. And we can't arrive to that point without mastering the other first three. Relationship management is the ability to use the awareness of our emotions and the awareness of the emotions of those around us so we can manage interactions successfully. And it's not about manipulation. It doesn't happen overnight. It's a bond that we create with others overnight. It's genuine. That's why it's a genuine interest in others. And that's why it's not manipulation. It's about a win-win situation. It's about building trust and having genuine interest in the growth and benefit of others. And in serving them by collaborating and communicating with them. The art of emotional and social intelligence is just the beginning. 
To build and develop our emotional intelligence is a lifelong awareness journey. Unlike no time in history, we are now considering how people from all walks of life interact as it becomes crucial to us as entrepreneurs to manage our business, attracting the right audience, reaching that balance between our purpose and passion and align it with our mission and vision so we can serve our audience better. This will never happen without knowing who we are at the core, without having that emotional intelligence, one step at a time, one foot in front of, of the other. Then we can achieve the success that we are capable of. Next week, we will discuss the neuroscience of emotional intelligence, why it's not easy to change and why we fall back in old habits how to start practicing emotional intelligence till it becomes part of who we are. We all have genius inside of us. We all have light inside of us. Get that light out. Share it with the world. Lighten people's path. You can only do that after you take care of yourself and reach the potential and success you deserve. This was your host, Sahar and Radi. It has been my pleasure to share this podcast about emotional intelligence with you. Next week, we're going to do part two of emotional intelligence about the neuroscience and how we can start practicing it so it becomes an automatic habit. I would love to hear from you at info at reinventyourselftogreatness.com. Our website is www reinvent yourself to greatness.com till we meet next time be the light that you know you can be i love you all over and out this was your host sahar and radi